Hey, my lovely ladies, before the show starts, I'm looking for some more six and seven figure female founders and CEOs to interview. So please go to www.twwguest.com to apply. In today's episode, we're interviewing Dr. Patricia Perelba, the CEO and founder of the Thrive Life Center, as, a, as well as a board-certified family physician. Dr. Patricia's practice combines her knowledge of natural, holistic remedies with the latest advancements in conventional medicine to provide her patients with the most comprehensive care possible. She's committed to inspiring her patients to lead healthier lives by sharing her knowledge and passion, and so we have a lot to learn from her. She's taking us behind the scenes today to her number one secret to thrive in all areas of your life. And guys, it does require a bit of technology, but maybe not in the way you might think. This is, should be a really amazing episode. Welcome, Dr. Patricia. Hi, Jackie. It's so lovely to be here. I'm excited to get right into our conversation. That, you're stealing my line. That's what I always say. Oh, let's dive in. Let's do it. So I want to hear all about this number one secret to thriving in all areas of, of life. Yes. Uh, so thanks for that introduction. And just for those audience who are not yet familiar with integrative medicine is. So uh, the philosophy really behind uh, Thrive Life Center, our wellness center, is its root cause based. And uh, we want to take care of the root cause and not just suppress the symptoms in your mind, in your body, and in your spirit. Um, and I support people not just in our medical practice, but also through online, through coaching women globally, um, so that they get to thrive in all areas of their life. So this one Secret. It's not even a secret. It's just almost like forgotten okay. how we can really um, go beyond that survival brain and and tap into our full potential as human. And and I believe it's really remembering that the divine technology is inside of us, and that divine technology is usually activated when we are in alignment with our purpose, mm -hmm. with our why, and so I'll stop there. <laughs> Perfect. So tell me a little bit about how did you uncover this, this secret, if we're calling it that, right? Yes, yes. So, you know, it, it took me, well, I've been practicing for 16 years. Wow. And, you know, how... Initially, it was mind-body medicine, the connection of the mind, how we think, our emotional health can reflect in our body. And then we went into functional medicine, kind of being precise from our hormones to our nutrition. How can we precisely target what's missing? Mm -hmm. So that's well and good. And conventional medicine, conventional medicine is so still relevant because Pharmaceuticals, diagnostics like MRIs are good because it is safety, right? It keep it, it makes sure that the foundations are covered. But then after we go to optimization. After safety, we want optimization. And I arrived at this because you know setting up this practice, um, I tend to attract already 
into this kind of lifestyle, like the natural, the holistic, wholeness, mind-body medicine. And I found that even though, you know, they did all this mindset work, affirmation, reading, being coached, all this body work with movement, hormones, diet. And yet, sometimes, and actually oftentimes, symptoms come back. And for women, it's usually the PMS, it's usually mood, it's usually libido, it's usually fatigue, brain fog, sleep. And so they come to me almost frustrated, like, I eat so clean, I do all my mindset work, I, you know. And as I dig deeper, it is usually because they are not anchored to why they're doing what they're doing. It's that um, that purpose work. Mm-hmm. And so you could be doing all that work, but if it's not in complete alignment with what turns you on with life, what feels good, and it, that it feels so good that it doesn't feel like work at all. No? It's almost like this self it's very sustainable system. Right. When it's all working, it's because it, it's not work, right? Like what right. I said, and I think as women, so often we we don't even have, we're not even in touch with that, right? right. Everything we're doing feels like yes. work. <laughs> and even, even having fun or self-care, right? Becomes the right. thing we have to do. So we right. do nah. Exactly. And and people um, have this almost like this misinterpretation of what purpose could be. They think the vehicle or the environment to do their purpose is only through work. Mm. But it's actually purpose is almost like an emotional state. No. Why, why do we want money? Why do we want to be in a career? Why do we want that bracelet, that bag? Because we're after this feeling. Yes. And so we then muddy the waters of like, well, what exactly is it that you want to feel? And there's two polarities, really. It's either fear, guilt, shame. And in the highest spectrum of emotional scale, and I, I suggest your viewers to look into the emotional frequency scale by uh, David Hawkins. So he has a frequency scale and the top is enlightenment. And a little bit below enlightenment is love. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get lost on what our purpose is, but essentially it's that emotional frequency. And then your work can be a vehicle or a medium to that. But if we're anchored on, well, what is it that you're after? No, is it love? Okay, then how can you feel more love while you do, you're doing your work? If you're feeling joy, well, how can you be more humorous while you're doing your work? Mothering, um, being a partner. Um, so, and then whatever the reward from that work, and usually that's money, mm-hmm then you're really a success because you have anchored in the main mission of why you wanted to work in the first place. We think it's money. Money is a good reflection, but it's not an end-all, be-all. 
it it's and it's it could be a reflection of many things, right? Yeah, it's always it's not always a reflection of any anything. It could be a reflection of lots of hustle or working very hard. Not necessarily that we have not found our purpose or that we are out there in the world living it. Yes, yes. You know, kind of like the grass doesn't work hard to grow. I love that. And for the divine technology, that that flow of life is in our DNA. And so when we just get out of the way and we accept and receive, and so this is now the energetics of female, uh, sorry, not female, feminine and masculine energy. Most women turns off their divine technology to thrive in all areas of their life when they're not in touch with their feminine energetics. And to, to put it very simply, the feminine energetic is the receivership. The masculine is the linear and the doing forward force. The feminine is the lean back and the cyclical, the cycles, the moon. No, it has faces, right? Right. We can't always be in the doing and always right. in the action, right? right? Just like we wouldn't expect. We, we were talking earlier about seasons, right? And there's there's a reason in most places for seasons. Um, yes. Because, right. Right. So, you know, what what do you think that that means as far as like, what is that meant for your your practice as far as how is how have you brought that into your practice and how it has grown over the last four years? Um, you know, it's, it's a combination of mindset mechanics So mechanics is usually the functional medicine. And a lot of it is soul alignment and purpose. And when I say soul alignment and purpose, my, our technique together is really co-creating and carving out the time to have silence. And so whether that's through hypnotherapy, whether that's through acupuncture or even just sound, bathing ourselves with our sound therapy. I, I love using sound though, because frequency is very healing. So this is like a tuning fork. I'm not sure your audience will hear it. Thank this you. is um, infused with Solfiego frequencies. So Dr. Solfiego um, studied the frequency, the energetics into what our cells loves to be bathed in. And so they get to oscillate in a more optimum level. So it activates that life force inside of us. So that's that's one way. It's very dynamic. No, it's very different for any person. But essentially, you know how when people come to me, whether that's coaching or medical practice, me diagnosing and treating, there's a question, right? And ninety percent right. of our thoughts are in question form, right? We, our sales talk is usually question form. And typically people would ask, well, why am I not losing weight? Why am I tired? Why do I have hot flashes? And if you think about it, what answers will I be able to give you with that kind of question? I'm just going to tell you, you're tired because of this. <laughs> so typically I'm, I always recommend, how can you reframe your question in the outcome that you want. How can I have more energy? And then your subconscious mind, and we haven't even 
and dealt with the subconscious because we are also 90% subconscious. Right. And so when you frame it in a question in alignment with the outcome that you want, subconsciously, you're going to pay attention now. And now that manifestation happens because manifestation is essentially, in the words of one of my dear sisters, is it's the unseen getting seen. Because it's already there. Right. It's up to you just shifting your perspective, maybe shifting your question, shifting literally your vision to, ah, that's my answer. Ah, those the money. Ah, yeah. there's the <laughs> Well, and as you said, it's so about the question, right? If your question is focused on the negative, then our brain is and our unconscious are going to concentrate to find the negative. It's like, oh, I better find that. She's looking for that. Go find that for her. And it will keep showing it to us. But when we shift our focus right. and we say, this is actually what I want. I want more of the stealing. And then it's like, okay, well, let me go find that for you. Right. Because that's how the brain is going to. Yes. Right. So manifestation is so many things, but it's simply in a very scientific way it can just be a shifting of focus. Right. 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 And just a friendly reminder to a lot of tuning in is that our senses only able to sense the world of what's real of uh, like 0.001%. The full spectrum of what's real are beyond our senses. No, so it's a bit humbling, right? So then the energetics of emotion, thoughts, mm-hmm. uh, all the unseen comes into play. So we need to put that into consideration. No? And anyway, so I don't know where was I going with that, but our five senses sometimes is not enough. and But it's a good uh, leaping board to, right. to get what we want. Mm-hmm. So as you've progressed in your business, tell us a little bit about the, the challenges that you're now facing with Right. With you have all these these, you know, you have the technology, you have the tools. What kind of challenges still come up for you? I mean, it's very universal, the human plight of balance, no. And when I say balance, me being a service provider as a coach and as a doctor, I'm an empath. And so I in kind of the shamanic way of doing things in a shaman is someone who can see the dark and the light. So I'm the one facilitating them where they want to go. And as I facilitate that, I get to also feel what they feel. And so I need to have that balance or that fulcrum, how to tilt over back to my way of feeling good and feeling um, joy and feeling love as I try to empathize. So that's my my constant clearing, constant um, finding my balance. But as a business owner, and as I grow and scale and now more global, um, you know, it's it's really remembering why I did this in the first place. Because most of people who might be tuning in are entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs are problem solvers. And we are also very creative. So we get excited. Oh, I can do this. I can open that, that service, this, that, that. And so mm-hmm. it it helps me. That's the challenge, no? Because I'm attracted to all things that might be in the healing realm. 
And so I need to make sure I'm still on point with my vision and my mission. Um, and I, I had the blessing of a business mentor who, who said that from the get-go, like, make sure you know what's your vision and mission because you will get lost around the way and this needs to be your anchor. Although there is still always that invitation to reinvent, recreate, rebirth. Of course. Right. Um, but still having that kind of a bit of grounding to my why. I love that. So here at The Wealthy Woman, of course, we believe that true wealth is just never about just money, right? It, it There's an aspect of it that requires safety. We all need to be safe and we feel like wealth might be able to bring us that. But to actually be truly wealthy, we have to have the other things that matter, which is exactly what we've been talking about. So I'd love to hear, Dr. Patricia, what is the thing that you have right now that makes you feel wealthiest in your life or your business? Oh, so many things. Um, you know, I love to connect. So when I'm in front of someone who I get to serve and I see that their divine technology is getting turned on, that makes me so wealthy. That is such an energetic exchange that sometimes the money you know, is, is good. But when I get that uh, energetic exchange, it makes me feel so abundant. It makes me feel so connected to the source. Um, another thing is the main reason, well, the other reason why I set up my own practice is because I want autonomy and freedom of time because... Mm-hmm. Part of my purpose is that, you know, all wisdom is usually found in nature and I love sunset and sunrise. And me being self-employed and my own boss, I get to enjoy my sunrise and sunset. Yes. And manage my own time and energy. To me, that is ultimate freedom. To me, that is ultimate wealth. That I get to press pause, I get to press play, and I go to press Yellows are light, maybe later. That just makes me so wealthy, feel so wealthy. Mm-hmm. I love that. And is there anything kind of silly or fun or unconventional that, that brings you wealth as well? Something that just makes you smile? Oh, that makes me smile. Honestly, um, you know, the children. I love seeing children in my practice. Of course, I love my children. That they're so still connected. They are sensory beings, right? They are like this one big nervous cell. And they really feel. And so when they're happy, it's so infectious. So I love seeing children. Um, I love hearing stories about my women who I coach. And when they get to mother in a certain way, then their children, it's like their feedback mechanism, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one thing that makes my day really fun, like just the snuggles. And um, and the snuggles is so important for that divine feminine energy, you know, that we take pleasure in, in what we do because sometimes we think productivity is that masculine of like checklist, 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 the dopaminergic hormone, like, that reward system that you did something but then the other parts of our brain as women with we're wired we have at least eight thousand neurons for pleasure specifically and i get that one through my my kids and that's oxytocin the orgasmic hormones 
that is the birthing hormone that will not have any pain. So um, I, I invite everyone to find pleasure in your day. And don't lose that firing and wiring because it takes practice. We lose this no, in our corporate life, in our business building. Um, and the to my my advice is the 90-20 minute rule. 90 minutes of productivity and 20 minutes of uh, restoration and pleasure. Um, because if you go beyond that, you won't be as productive. You won't be as creative. But for women and men, especially men, but they're wired differently. For women, we've now kind of retrained ourselves in this very masculine energetics of corporate that we're working from 8 to 12, one hour break, and then one to five. But it's better to just press pause every 90 minutes. And you'll see, wow, you can get more efficient. And your hormones will reflect that. Being cyclical. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Okay, so this has been so wonderful. If our audience wants to connect with you, get support from you, how do they do that? Yes, good question. I'm inviting. I would love for everyone to join my free community, The Thriving Woman and Facebook. Um, I'm not sure when is this going to air, but uh, I am hosting a free uh, virtual retreat. It's called The Radiant Woman Retreat. Um, and you can visit my website at www.thrivewithdrpatricia.com. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Dr. Patricia. This has been an amazing call. And I know that the audience is going to get so much out of this. Uh, it was my pleasure. And thank you for having me. Hey, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed that episode. As always, if you want to listen to more The Wealthy Woman podcast content, make sure to subscribe, and here's a way we can help you for free. If you are a six, seven, or eight-figure female founder and CEO, we want to see and interview you on one of our podcast shows. Head to twwguest.com. Again, that's twwguest.com. I hope to see you on our next interview. Now, at The Wealthy Woman, we help six, seven, and eight-figure female founders and CEOs to scale their business by using unconventional approaches like leading-edge science and tapping into their unique authenticity code. If that sounds good to you and you want to get some help, then we're inviting you to book a short chat with our team to see how we can best help you. Go to www.thewealthywoman.com slash chat. Again, that's www thewealthywoman.com slash chat.